Hello and welcome to the 18th episode of the Batflip Crazy Podcast, where you'll always find enthusiastic data-driven fantasy baseball analysis. I'm your host, Toby. It's been a while since the last podcast, and I apologize sincerely for the hiatus. I had a 10-day vacation, vacation, which included a, a backpacking bachelor party and my brother's wedding, uh, so I haven't been able to provide as much content as usual. Um, obviously, it's a critical time in the fantasy season, so... Uh, I really do apologize for that. Uh, I'll continue to bring podcasts every uh, couple times a week at least uh, from here on out. So uh, definitely look for that. Um, in today's podcast, we're going to be covering some hitter and pitcher observations uh, from some skills over the past couple weeks. Uh, just taking a look at some hitters and pitchers who are displaying some solid skills, uh, which might point towards some favorable, favorable outcomes uh, over the next a little while. As always, you can find the podcast on iTunes and other podcast platforms. If you like what you're hearing, please give us a five-star rating and write a nice review. Tell your friends, share it on social media. Uh, Really appreciate that. Uh, Thanks to everybody, uh, again, who has already left a five-star rating and a review. Uh, I can't tell you how much uh, I appreciate that. You can follow me on Twitter at BatFlipCrazy, on Instagram at BatFlipCrazy, on Facebook, BatFlipCrazyFantasy, and the blog is BatFlipCrazy.com. Apologies in advance if I have a couple uh, fits of the coughs, uh, of the cough. Um, I've been battling uh, this wicked cough for uh, about a month or even a little bit over that, and it's gotten a little bit worse recently. I like to blame the West Coast Uh, air quality from the fires, Uh, so hopefully that cough will be gone soon, but it isn't right now, so uh, I may interrupt regularly scheduled program uh, to cough it out. Anyways, that is enough of that. Let's get this party started. All right, first up we are going to cover hitter observations. I'm going to cover uh, 16 guys just really quickly, um, taking a look at four key skills that I like to look at um, as kind of a cursory glance at at folks. Um, And that's uh, O-swing or chase rate, so chase rate on pitches outside the zone, which is a great metric for plate discipline. Uh, Z-contact, which is in-zone contact rate, uh, which is a good metric for contact. And then hard hit rate, which is obviously a good quality of contact metric. And then uh, fly ball percentage as well, um, looking at what the power potential um, is uh, for some of these players. So um, I'm also going to share stats over the last 14 days in addition to the skills. And then I'll take a look at WOBA and ex-WOBA, you know, maybe a little bit about what that is telling us. So the first guy uh, up is uh, Steven Souza Jr., outfielder for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Over the last 14 days, he's got a 21.8% O swing, uh, which is terrific. League average is about 30.5%. So his plate discipline is solid. Uh, His contact is also uh, slightly above league average at 86.4%. League average tends to uh, hover around 85.5% or so. So he's got a solid approach at the plate there with uh, decent contact skills and above average plate discipline over the last 14 days. And he's coupling that with our 40, what I like to call the 40-40 club. Uh, I just made that up on the spot. But essentially, 
40% or above hard hit rate and 40% or above uh, fly ball rate. Uh, both anytime you're above those metrics, that's pretty solid. He's at 40.7% for his hard hit rate and 48.1% uh, for his fly ball rate. So all around um, really solid. We know um, that Souza has some power potential and also has some speed. You can see that over the last 14 games, he's hitting 257, four runs, one home run, six RBIs, but two stolen bases, which right now with the stolen base landscape like it is, is critical. Uh, he's got a 380 um, expected WOBA uh, over the last 14 days too, uh, coupled with a 342 WOBA. So he's actually underperforming uh, what his um, underperforming uh, overall over the last two weeks. So maybe we'll see a little bit of an uptick uh, in performance. And with all of these guys, what I would say is take a take a look at whether they're available in your league, if they're on your team, uh, compare. Uh, take a look at their matchups for the coming week if you're in weekly leagues or on a day-by-day basis and kind of use the, those skills but also kind of the opponent um, to figure out whether they make sense for your team. So Souza looks like uh, he's in for some potentially favorable performance. Another guy who, um, you know, I, I actually picked him up in one of my 12-team leagues uh, just the other day is Brandon Nimmo. Uh, his plate discipline, as always, is stellar, 21.8% over the last 14 uh, days. Uh, his contact, his Z contact is at 85.7%, so right there at league average. That's huge because for, the, for a while there, um, his Z contact was in the 70s, which is something we don't like to see, especially for a hitter like him, so that's really good news. His hard hit rate is also up to 45.2%. His fly ball rate is down at 29%. Uh, but never never gets too high um, with Nemo, with the exception of kind of earlier in this season. So all in all, that looks pretty solid. Earlier today, he did go five for five with three runs and three RBIs, which will probably get some folks' attention if he was dropped in your shallower league. Uh, he's definitely a guy uh, I would take a look at um, over the next little bit, especially if you need runs, uh, some power uh, with a little bit of stolen bases. He's hitting 256 with 10 runs, two home runs, five RBI, and one stolen base over the last 14 games. Uh, 387 Woba, 351 X Woba, so slightly outperforming um, uh, those skills um, and batted balls, but uh, still uh, relatively solid production, and the skills are pointing up, especially that contact rate. Next up is Jed Lowry. Uh, Lowry, um, you know, is, is kind of, you know, he's kind of fallen off the radar. I mean, maybe it's just me, but uh, after the really stellar early start to the season, you know, I haven't seen much, uh, seen him getting much pub. You know, the A's obviously seem to have a new guy every month who's just killing it. And, um, and you know, maybe it just hasn't been his month recently, but the skills are really lining up for a nice little run here. 24.8% uh, uh, O swing, so about 6% uh, above league average, which is terrific. 88.9% uh, Z contact, which is about 3%, 3, 3.5% above league average, which is terrific. His hard hit rate is awesome at 53.1%. Uh, 
that is about 18 points above league average, which is great. And then his fly ball rate is uh, is near 40 at 37.5%, which is solid. Sitting 293, five runs, two home runs, eight RBI, zero stolen bases. He's not going to get you any speed, but uh, the RBI, the runs, the batting average, and potentially even the home runs could could be helpful. His 365 WOBA is pretty much lines up with his 373 expected WOBA over those last 14 uh, games. Paul DeYoung is a guy who is starting to get uh, a little bit of publicity now. Cardinals are on a hot streak. Uh, he has some. Um, he had a conversation with uh, Harrison Bader um, that started out with, I believe it was, uh, "What you doing, man?" or uh, "What's uh, you know, what's up?" or something. But essentially, Bader pointed out that uh, Deong's hands were getting a little uh, high, and so he's lowered his hands, uh, according to reports, and seems to be driving the ball a lot better. The skills are awesome over the last 14 days, uh, 25% O-swing, so uh, 5%, 5.5% better than league average. His Z-contact, and this is terrific for DeYoung, who's not necessarily known as a contact hitter, is at 93%, so that's about 7.5% above league average, which is awesome, and really getting into elite territory. His hard hit rate is awesome at 52.8%. And then his fly ball rate, a little high for where I like to see it. I'd love to see him in the you know, 45 to 50 range, uh, but it's at 58.3% right now. Uh, that might explain why he's only hitting 234 over the last 14 days, but it does come with nine runs, four home runs, and 10 RBI, which is great. He's underperforming uh, those skills in batted balls, 384 WOBA compared to a 420 expected WOBA. Um, obviously, um, you know, that is a, that is a solid 14 days, both in terms of skills and outcomes, but that discipline contact combo is, um, is something I really like to see with DeYoung. And so hopefully he's over the, uh, injury that hampered him earlier in the year. He's made that adjustment to his swing. So hopefully he'll take off here over the last six weeks of the season. Next up is Trey Mancini, who's been a disappointment this year for sure. Uh, over the last 14 games, 25.4% O swing, which is very nice to see from Mancini, who's not necessarily known uh, for his plate discipline. That's 5% above league average. His Z contact is up at 88.3%. Again, above league average. Hard hit rate at 42.9%, uh, about seven points above league average. And then his fly ball rate. You know, Mancini always means he's one of these guys that has a low fly ball rate generally, but a, a high hard hit fly ball rate. So when he hits the ball in the air, uh, he does a lot of damage. Um, he's at, got a 33.3% fly ball rate over the last little bit, which isn't terrific. But if you took a look at some of the, my tweets from um, Monday, you know, he was among the barrel leaders over the last uh, two weeks. And so he is starting to really hit the ball well. He's batting 300 with eight runs, four home runs, 10 RBI, 387 WOBA, and a 429 expected WOBA over the last 14 days. So again, Mancini looks like he is going to end the season potentially with a bang, um, which is really good news uh, uh, since he's been a disappointment drafted, drafted around 150 ADP this year. Willie Adamas is another guy who's been really hot recently for the Rays. 
at 25.9% O swing, so about 4.5% better than league average. Plate discipline, uh, 88.9% Z contact, again, uh, better than league average. Um, his hard hit rate and fly ball rate are matching each other at 36.4%. Both of those numbers are about, are slightly above league average, uh, but it's nice to see that everything's kind of coming together for Adamus. You know, the, the solid plate discipline, which he's really shown you know, throughout his time in the big leagues, that contact rate. Um, and now he's starting to hit the ball a little harder um, and get the ball in the air. We know from his prospect pedigree that he's a guy who has a little bit of a power-speed combo. Isn't going to hit for super high averages, but um, over the last 14 games, he sure is. 410, nine runs, three home runs, eight RBI, uh, four stolen bases. He's got a uh, 473 Woba over that time, which is outperforming his still very strong 416 expected Woba. Uh, he is a guy who um, could really help owners out down the stretch. He seems to be making some adjustments just based on both the skills and the outcomes that we're seeing. And when um, speed is uh, speed, especially speed that comes with uh, power is is in short supply he's a guy who might be able to help fantasy uh, owners down the stretch one guy who seems to be perpetually in the kind of solid skills decent performance category at least since the beginning of the season is jason kipnis uh 26.7 percent o swing above league average an elite 95.7 percent z contact rate hitting the ball hard at 41.2 percent and a, a high fly ball rate at 52.7%. You know, again, those high fly ball rates will probably keep the batting average relatively, uh, or at least keep it tamped down. Uh, he's hitting 268 with six runs, one home run, six RBI, and a stolen base uh, over the last 14 days. 357 Woba is underperforming the 382 uh, expected Woba. So he's a guy um, who could... Uh, again, if he's available in shallower leagues, could help fantasy owners down the stretch. Another kind of power speed guy. The next guy we've he you know uh, he's at this point he's kind of a friend of the podcast uh, along with Brandon Nimmo, who we've covered a couple times before. Is Marcus Semyon? A couple weeks or I guess a few weeks ago now, kind of highlighted how some of his skills seem to be pointed in the right direction. He had a he had a good some good matchups that week, and I predicted that he'd do well. I think he did fairly well that week, but he really seems to be putting it together now. So maybe I was a a few weeks early on this. Uh, O-swing is better than league average at 28.3%. Z-contact is way up there at 98%, which is awesome. And while he's doing that, he's got a 54.1% hard hit rate, terrific, and a 48.6% fly ball rate. So everything really coming together just for Simeon. I mean, he's probably owned in virtually every league, but I just wanted to highlight, you know, really that is an incredibly strong skill line right there. We're seeing the results to 357, uh, 10 10 runs, three home runs, six RBI, two stolen bases, contributing across the board over the last two weeks. 439 Woba aligning pretty, pretty well with his 419 expected Woba. So Marcus Simeon finally seems to be pulling it together. Um, hopefully that means he, you know, maybe he's not likely to make a run at that 2020 that all of us were hoping for, but uh, maybe he can get uh, pretty close to that. 
Jorge Polanco is another uh, shortstop um, who, you know, his skills actually have declined slightly over the last little bit, but I've been meaning to talk about him over the last couple weeks while I was on vacation. O-swing over the last 14 days at 29.8%, so better than league average. Z-contact way up there at 95.5%, so about 10% above league average. Uh, Hard hit rate around league average at 34.2%, and then a 40.5% fly ball rate. You know, he's somebody who, uh, for a two-week stretch there, actually had the the best O-swing in all of baseball, um, which is great to see from him. He's making solid contact. He's also hitting the ball hard. Um, He got a little bit, he was a little bit unlucky earlier this year after coming back from suspension. He's been a little lucky recently. 306 average, five runs, one home run, six RBI, one stolen base, 337 WOBA, but only a 241 expected WOBA. He's a guy who down the stretch, you know, if you're looking for uh, stolen bases and you're in shallower leagues, maybe he's available. Um, But I really like that O swing um, a lot. And so this one's more maybe a little bit for the future. The lack of power so far is a little bit um, is a little bit concerning, but I'm really digging what I'm seeing from the skill profile for Polanco. So just somebody to store away. He's likely to come at a at a at a sizable discount next year, given the 80 game suspension. His numbers won't look nearly um, as they as good as they did uh, the year before. Um, so hopefully he's a guy that um, you know that you can get some value out of out of next year. I like the direction that his profile's heading. Uh, Heimer or Jaimer Candelario um, is a guy who has had been struggling recently with uh, some some contact um, and chasing pitches outside the zone, but he really seems to be settling down. 30.1% O-swing, so about league average. Slightly above league average, Z-contact at 88.2%. Hard hit rates up there at 52.4% and a 39.4% fly ball rate. You remember earlier in the year, he had a really hot uh, stretch of the season where he was just crushing the ball. So I'm hoping that he might be able to find a little bit of that magic here down the stretch, especially since the Tigers, being in the AL Central, should play a relatively soft schedule. He's hitting 267 with seven runs, one home run, six RBI, and one stolen base over his last um, 14 days. Uh, 304 WOBA with a 305 expected WOBA. Um, you know, not not great really, uh, but I am very interested to see uh, what he he did because those skills are pointing in the right direction. Teoscar Hernandez, he's on here. He's got some just batted ball quality skills that are terrific, but um, his contact rate, his contact skills right now are almost laughable, which is why I have him on that this list. 33.1% O swing, so that's regressed a little bit. He he was um, he did have a two two three week stretch there with a really great O swing, uh, which provided some hope, but just just a little bit of variance there probably. Um, now now leaning a little bit more towards where he's at from a skill perspective. Um, 33.1% there, so above uh, below average. His Z contact, his end zone contact rate is at 58.5% which is almost 30% below league average over the last two weeks. Um, but, you know, the reason why you, you love and you just hope Teoscar can at some point make just league average contact is the guy's got a 55% hard hit rate during that time and a 60% fly ball rate. 
that's helping uh, him maintain a 225 average. He's got five runs, two home runs, and four RBIs over that period of time. 345 Woban, 342 expected Woba lineup, so he is still above league average there. Man, that contact rate is atrocious. That's like way worse than Joey Gallo, um, uh, generally in terms of Z contact, um, by about 10, 10% or more even. So hopefully Teoscar can start making some contact because when he does, uh, it's a beautiful thing. Nico Goodrum uh, of the Tigers is up next. Uh, he just had some terrible skills um, a month ago where he was just really chasing pitches outside the zone. I think his O-swing was above 40%. His contact rate plummeted, but he has, uh, he has come back. 34% O-swing over the last 14 days, so still below league average there. But his Z-contact is up at 93.9%, which is very, very good. Hard hit rate up at 55.6%, 41.7% fly ball rate. Both of those numbers are great. Uh, and so far, the results have not been there. And I love it when this happens because, um, you know, that positive regression, hopefully, if he can continue with those skills, shouldn't be far behind. He's hitting only 163 over that time. Three runs, two home runs, five RBIs, two stolen bases. He's another one of those power speed guys. Those contact skills are promising. Um, he's also got every eligi positional eligibility imaginable. So he's a guy that you may want to look at um, in your deeper leagues. Uh, 15 teamers for sure if he's not already owned. Um, 12 teamers you may want to take a look based on schedule. Miguel Sano um, is a guy... Uh, you know, I've been down on Snow uh, for a while now, um, have no shares this year, just really saw some skills deteriorating at the end of last season, which continued into this season. The good news is that since his return uh, from the minors, he's been better over the last 14 days. His O swing is back to where um, it has been in the past, 25.2%, so about 5% better than league average. His Z contact is up at 81.1%. That's about 4, 4.5% below league average, but that is, uh, that is still good for Sano. Um, his Z contact was getting pretty low there in the, in the 70s uh, for a while, which was concerning. He's hitting the ball hard as always, 57.7% hard hit rate, and then a 38.2% fly ball rate. So a little low there, but um, I think the plate skills... Uh, are, are um, you know, they give us a little hope both for the end of this year and I think heading into next year, uh, he'll probably come at a major discount. I'm still not sure whether I'll be buying or not. I've got to see what that is, but um, it'll be really interesting to monitor those skills down the stretch. <coughs> <coughs> there is that cough that I promised you guys. Over the last 14 days, he is hitting 282. Seven runs, two home runs, five RBIs. 363 Woba is outperforming a 323 expected Woba. Uh, that's a little disappointing, but um, you know, again, the skills are um, provide a little bit of hope for the for the for the future for uh, for Snow. Uh, Daniel Murphy. I've only included Murphy here. He's probably owned in in every league virtually, but I just wanted to point out his hard hit rate is up, which is a really good sign for him. 
It's up at 38.3%, so only slightly above league average, but there was a period of time there for a while where he was hovering between 10 and 20% on hard hit rate, which is terrible. Um, He's coupling that hard hit rate with uh, his usual very high contact skills, 96.9% Z contact. That bodes well for him uh, for the rest of the season. I believe he hit a home run today um, as well. Uh, 367, four runs, one home run, uh, five RBIs, zero stolen bases uh, for him over the last 14 games. Solid 369 WOBA uh, lining up decently with a 350 uh, expected WOBA. Um, So good news there for Murphy. Uh, It'll be interesting to see uh, where his his, uh, draft value is next year uh, given uh, the major injury concerns and Um, some of the limited power that he's shown since returning. Two more guys to get through uh, on the hitter side. Uh, Mark Trumbo, uh, not all the skills are great, but he is just raking right now. Uh, 37.1% O swing. He's not known for his great plate discipline, and he is 6.5% worse than league average uh, over the last 14 days. His Z contact is at 82%. Again, Uh, 3.5% below league average, but not terrible uh, for Trumbo. 48.3% hard hit rate over the last 14 days, I think, is the very, um, is the exciting part. Um, You know, he has been hitting decently um, so far in the second um, half. Uh, That 48.3% hard hit rate is great because he had been stuck in the uh, the 30s uh, for a while uh, there in terms of his season-long number. And so the fact that he's starting to hit the ball a little bit harder um, and in the air, 37.9% fly ball rate, I think is uh, is good news overall. As I mentioned, he's been crushing it. 350, seven runs, five home runs, 13 RBI over his last 14 days. 453 Woba outperforming the 397 expected Woba. Trumbo is, he has been a streaky hitter throughout his career. And so this may be a situation where um, if he's available in your 12-team league, um, shallower league, um, you may want to just, and you're looking for power and RBI, you may want to hitch a ride until um, the skills and or the performance start to go south. And don't be uh, afraid to unhook yourself from that wagon quickly. Finally, uh, our 16th hitter, um, you know, this guy's owned everywhere, but I love to talk about him, and that's Alex Bregman. Over the last 14 days, he has not been doing well. He's only been hitting 244, four runs, no home runs, two RBIs, zero stolen bases over that period of time. However, the skills um, are elite. There was a period there where his O-swing got a little higher than it generally does. It's down at 14.1% right now, coupled with 96.2% Z-contact. Um, decent fly ball rate at 37.2%. What's missing is the hard hit rate at 22.9%. But I just uh, I have a feeling that Bregman is going to heat up here um, uh, coming up. Those uh, play discipline and contact skills just seem to be lining up uh, really nicely. And so hopefully that sets the foundation for a strong uh, last six weeks of the season. Uh, uh, Lord knows the... Uh, the Houston Astros could could do with some improved offensive performance uh, down the stretch here. So that's been 16 uh, hitter observations. 
Hope those are helpful. I've tried to look at guys who um, may not be owned in every single league um, or who, if you do own them, you may be thinking about whether you want to start them uh, during any given week. Take a look. Uh, the skills are solid on those guys, or at least most of them, uh, not including Teoscar's uh, contact skills. Take a look at matchups. Uh, balance those in determining uh, who you want to start moving forward. Um, if they are on your waiver wire and you do weekly fab uh, or weekly waiver wire pickups, uh, those are some guys that you may want to look at adding. Next up, we are going to cover uh, five pitchers. Uh, there is a lot less uh, depth of strong, skilled guys to cover in the pitching department, as we'll find out shortly. All right, next up we are going to cover uh, five pitchers. Um, four of the pitchers should be available in most 12-team leagues, I would say. Um, potentially uh, not all, though. One of them is going to be owned in a lot of leagues, but I just thought the, uh, the skills were worth uh, mentioning. First up is uh, another friend of the podcast. I think he, we've mentioned him uh, at least two other times um, as somebody who fantasy owners should look to pick up. But Derek Holland of the San Francisco Giants, you know, his skills have actually declined a little bit um, since he's gotten out of the bullpen, obviously, now that he's got, uh, he's he's throwing consistent starts, but they're still solid. Uh, over his last three starts, he's got a 10.6% swinging strike rate about league average. His O swing is well above league average at 36.2%, so about 5.5% above um, league average, which is great uh, for his um, walk rate. Uh, he's got a 65.3% first pitch strike, so he's getting uh, strikes over at an above average rate on his first pitch, getting ahead of hitters. And then his zone rate is about league average at 43.8%. Over those last three starts, he's got 16 and two-thirds innings pitched, 16 strikeouts, a 432 ERA, uh, and a 132 um, whip. Not, uh, not terrific, uh, ratios there, um, but a uh, 15.3% uh, K minus walk rate. Um, these numbers do not include uh, last night's start, and so they would actually look uh, better since he, he didn't throw a ton of innings, but he threw uh, four and two-thirds innings of shutout baseball. The next guy is going to be owned in virtually... Um, every league, but it's just been, you know, fascinating to watch him. He's a guy I loved at the beginning of the season. I fell out of love with him, uh, owned him in one league and traded him in probably the trade that I <coughs> regret the most that I've made this year. And that was, um, and that's David Price. Um, but now the skills really seem to be uh, taking a turn for the better down the stretch here. Um, I traded Price uh, at the time. Uh, for Fernando Rodney, um, and you know it was something where I needed a closer. Uh, Rodney seemed to be pretty uh, settled in Minnesota. It was earlier in the season, so they weren't as far out of the playoff spot as they were. I thought they were going to make for push for it, and uh, there was a lot of instability at the, in closers at the time. And I am uh, unfortunately a Rodney fan, and so uh, 
that that trade I don't think has worked out the best for me though. He did give me some saves over the last couple months, um, but Price recently at least has been uh, terrific over his last three starts. 14.7% swinging strike rate, which is great. He actually has the um, best swinging strike rate of all qualified starting pitchers over the last 14 days. Uh, I'm looking at three starts here. 33.5% O swing, so 3% above league average. 56.8% first pitch strike, uh, which is actually below league average. Um, you know, the O swing percentage will, um, well, it'll help compensate for the low zone percentage, which is at 40.1%. So walks could become an issue uh, for Price, but again, um, he is getting folks to chase pitches outside the zone, so that's good. Um, over his last three uh, games, he's got 20 innings pitched, 20 Ks, a 1.35 ERA, and then a 1.05 whip with a 19.8% K minus walk rate. Uh, obviously, uh, those are all um, tremendous numbers. You know, the control metrics aren't uh, aren't, aren't good, um, but he's, he's making do with, with that. Um, we've also seen a change in his picks pitch mix. He's increasing his, uh, change up in cutter usage, um, and fading his sinker and curve, which is working well for him. So, um, there's definitely, um, some adjustments made, being made for price would have been great if he had made those, uh, earlier on in the season. So I wouldn't have traded him. Uh, and I desperately need pitching, in that league now, um, but oh well. Uh, you move on and you gotta change your opinions and it looks like Price is uh, maybe turning a corner here um, as long as that con those uh, that control, those uh, control metrics um, don't get in the way too much. Another guy who's generating a ton of buzz right now, uh, Tyler Glass now uh, for the Rays. Um, he's not you know your traditional starter right now because he's not going very deep into games, but he's been incredibly impressive with the Rays over his last three games, um, all with Tampa Bay. He's got a 16.5% swing strike rate, 33.7% O swing, 60.5% um, first pitch strike rate, which is huge. That's 7% improvement over his season-long rate of 53.5%, and then his zone rate is 44.7% as well, which is actually above league average. Um, and that's huge. Uh, control is everything for Glass now. Um, as long as he is uh, able to limit the walks, he should be a successful pitcher that has hampered him um, uh, for a while. Um, so maybe he will turn a corner. There, there isn't many better organizations than the Rays uh, to do that, I feel like. Over, over those last three games, he's got 12 innings pitched, so averaging four innings pitched per 20 strikeouts in those 12 innings pitched. Um, so he's producing starter-level Ks uh, despite the low innings. 225 ERA, 0.75 whip, a 39.5% K-minus walk rate. That is great. Um, this is looking like potentially, you know, it's obviously early, but potentially have a steal of a deal for the Rays. Again, there's very few organizations that um, that do things as well as the Rays do from a um, not from a uh, payroll standpoint, obviously, but just from making smart moves and making the most of, of, of the limited resources that their owner is putting into the team. Um, you know, and, and Glass now, maybe he's the next um, to take a step forward uh, with the Rays. If he is available, um, 
in a 12-team league, I would definitely look at getting him. Use those four inning, uh, innings pitched. He may not get you wins, but uh, you know those ratios and those Ks, especially if you have either a innings pitch limit or K per nine or K percentage, that is going to help you out um, tremendously. Uh, the 39.5% K minus walk rate is not too shabby. Another guy who just joined the Rays and has been successful so far is Jalen Beeks. Over his last three games, all with the Rays again, he's got a 15.5% swinging strike rate, 33.1% O swing, 58.9% first pitch strike rate, and then a 41.4% zone rate. So the swinging strike rate and the O swing rate are both above average. Uh, both the first pitch strike rate and the zone rate are actually below average um, in terms of control um, metrics. So that's something just to keep an eye on. Um, he'll have to keep up those uh, robust uh, chase rate and swinging strike rate if he if he wants to maintain his success. But in those three starts, he's got 15 innings pitched, 15 Ks, 3.00 ERA, 0.73 whip and a 17.9% K minus walk rate. Um, the ratios are solid, very good. And then that K minus walk rate is about 3% above, 3, 3.5% above league average. So he's another guy who is really taking advantage of the opportunity the Rays are giving him. And I think he's a guy who benefits from uh, the opener strategy that the Rays employ. You know, against the Yankees, he came in. Um, as the second pitcher, and they obviously have a deep lineup, but that opener has to face uh, generally the better hitters um, for the opposing team. And so, um, you know, while he uh, he definitely faces um, some of those hitters, he doesn't have to face them as many times, and that is beneficial for you as a fantasy owner. It also makes him available for the win, um, even if he doesn't pitch uh, the full five uh, innings. And so that is another benefit. So he could be, he would be a guy um, that you may want to um, look at moving forward. Um, next week, uh, the Rays also, I believe, have, um, uh, I want to say they have decent matchups uh, next week, but I'm not um, 100% sure on that. Uh, let's see, check really quickly. Um, yeah, they play the Royals early in the, early in the week, um, which is obviously, uh, tremendous. And then, uh, at the end of the week, uh, they ha they get the Red Sox. So obviously if, if you're going to get one start and you can get it against the, uh, Royals, uh, that makes for a decent start, um, uh, next week for either glass now, uh, or, or beaks, the last, the fifth and last, uh, pitcher um, that we are going to, uh, or that I'm going to cover today, is Sam Gaviglio. Um, Gaviglio, um, you know, he has not been very good this year, but um, I was listening to the, uh, to the first pitch uh, podcast um, uh, from Pitcher's List, which is a great podcast. I definitely recommend it. They do kind of a daily rundown of uh, all of the games, um, and um, uh, Nick Pollock was mentioning that uh, Gaviglio in his last game uh, threw his fastball, which is his sinker, um, you know, about 30% of the time and, um, you know, uh, had a lot of success, drew a lot of, a lot of whiffs. 
So I did a little bit more investigating and um, obviously that, that is true. Um, and it makes for, it makes Caviglio uh, uh, an interesting play, you know, with the lack of pitching that's out there over his last two games. Um, uh, you know, he's got a, a an 11.7% uh, swinging strike rate, 24.8% um, O swing. So that O swing is very low, which could result in control issues. He does have a high first pitch strike rate at 67.3%, so about 7% above league average. And then his zone rate is also very high at 46.3%, so about 3 2.5% above league average. And during that time, he has thrown his sinker um, a season low 29.8%, which is great news because as sinkers so often are, it is his worst pitch uh, by a lot. So it's really nice to see that. His slider is up to 29.8%, which is really nice to see because that is one of his better pitches um, along with his his changeup. So... um, that uh, that is good, um, and he is throwing that. Um, let, let me just confirm that. Yeah, it's his changeup that is really good. His uh, his curveball and his sinker are not good pitches, um, so we want to stay away from those. But um, he's only throwing his changeup 8.5 percent of the time. Uh, hopefully, he can increase that a little bit. Curveballs at 11.7 percent, but we always love to see pitchers when they start throwing their worst pitch less and they start increasing usage uh, of their better pitches and so that seems to be something that Gaviglio is doing he faces the Orioles next week in his lone start so if you are desperate um, or like me a Trevor Bauer owner you may want to look at Gaviglio over the last those last two games uh, he's got uh, 11 innings pitched 14 Ks a 327 ERA and a 145 whip that whip uh, reflects a 387 um, BABIP, uh, and the K-minus walk rate is at 22.4%, which is really solid. So he may be a guy that you want to give a look at, or at least stash, um, until you're a little bit more comfortable, and you've seen that that pitch mix change is something that he's going to roll with moving forward, and that he won't re- back, revert back to uh, to throwing that sinker more. So those are five pitchers, Derek Holland, David Price, Tyler Glasnow, Jalen Beeks, and Sam Gaviglio that are demonstrating some interesting and intriguing uh, skills. Um, Hope that is helpful. Pitching is just a mess uh, this year, particularly right now with some of the injuries that are happening. So hopefully uh, one of those guys can help uh, your teams and will not backfire uh, like so many, uh, you know, mediocre pitchers that had showed promise, a.k.a. um, Jordan Zimmerman, uh, you know, hopefully they won't pull a Jordan Zimmerman and show a little bit of promise and then fall off. Um, so that's gonna, that's gonna wrap us up, um, for, uh, our 16 hitter observations and our five pitcher observations. That is going to wrap us up for episode 18 of the Bat Flip Crazy podcast. As usual, thank you so much for listening. Uh, There is a ton of great fantasy baseball content out there and really appreciate your time and support for the podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've heard and we brought you value, uh, please do go to iTunes or your preferred podcast platform. 
give us a five-star rating, uh, leave us a nice review. I always love uh, reading those. Um, we're heading down the stretch here uh, in fantasy baseball land. The season is always a grind, and this is the point in the season where each of those little decisions is critical. Every stolen base, uh, every start uh, gets magnified attention. And so I hope by providing these uh, hitter observations and these pitcher observations uh, that it gives you a little bit more insight uh, into those decisions, maybe identifies some players uh, that you hadn't thought of that you want to look at a little bit more deeply or you want to start this week or pick up off your waiver wire. Um, please do let me know um, whether it's helpful. Um, you can reach me on Twitter at BatFlipCrazy, uh, Instagram, BatFlipCrazy, fa- Facebook, BatFlipCrazyFantasy. Uh, love uh, to engage with folks. Um, thank you so much for listening. And as always, best of luck uh, with your fantasy baseballing.